This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. It's Taco Tuesday! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Throws wide open receiver Tyreek Hill, and you're not going to catch him. Hill down the east sideline taunts Devontae Harris as he rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. According to Jim, is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Miles spins, stays on his feet at the 45. He's got blockers in front of him. 30, 10, 5, touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. Number 5, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. Got that wood right here. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Great insight today, Steve. <laughs> Man, you, you disappointed me. You disappointed the, well, the, the I got, listeners. Well, I got flustered. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Are you ready? Can you wait another six and a half hours? Not really. I'm ready. I'd play it in an hour if I could. I've been ready to go since about Tuesday for McPherson's matchup with Goddard coming up tonight. Yeah, and and people get Well, out. let's face it, Steve. We've been ready to go since last Monday. Well, last Friday, two Fridays ago. I think we've been ready since last year when the bull after the Well, bull that slumped. too. We had a feeling these two teams would meet again. We just thought it would be in the semis. I've heard that a lot this week. <laughs> Not the second round. I've heard that phrase a lot. Well, Steve, it's going to be just an absolute fun game tonight. And you can't ask for much more with a high school football game. McPherson and Goddard here in the regional round. And I was trying to go through the brackets throughout the state and try and pick up another game that might be as close, competitive, have the same storylines as this one does. And there really isn't another game in the entire state. 3A has some good games because there are so many good teams, and it's so a the, lot of them are matching up. It's the Wichita up. Eagles game of the night. They, they see the importance. I know somewhere somebody wrote that there was going to be a bullpup running clock victory, which is absolutely absurd. I mean, this, is, this game is going to go down to the wire. Anybody that knows anything about high school football will know these two teams are about as evenly matched as two teams can be. And uh, you very seldom – you know, see a blowout in a game like this. This game is going to go down to the wire. Uh, it's going to be football weather. It's going to be cold. Man, it feels like football it's going weather. It's physical. You're going to hear hits like crazy. The K-man's going to be on the sideline shooting great pictures. I mean, we've got everything going tonight. I think that we have done our best to hype up this game and try and get as many people at McPherson Stadium tonight as possible because I know Goddard will be bringing a ton of people. Yes, they will. And I think that this game has a chance to rival the same type of energy, same type of excitement as the Bueller game two years ago in the postseason had. Right, the Jade game. The same type of excitement as the Andale game had from that same year. Even with the Goddard game last year, I don't think it had this level of excitement for the matchup. I think it was just more that it was a state semifinal game. I don't think people were preparing for an absolute war with Goddard that night, but tonight... Everybody is bundling up, they're putting on their their ammunition, they're, they're strapping up, 
and getting ready for what is going to be an absolute blast tonight. Yeah, in fact, you know, last week, I think everybody knew, yeah, last week was a foregone conclusion. It's probably the smallest bullpup crowd we've had in the last 10 years because a lot of people chose to stay home because, let's face it, they knew it wasn't going to be a game. They knew Goddard was coming up this week. They wanted to rev up for Goddard. And uh, I know it's going to be – I know it's, it's too bad this game wasn't tomorrow night because it's supposed to be like 70 degrees Oh, tomorrow. I thought you meant just for some reason. No, no, Let's no. play it on Saturday. No, no, because tomorrow is supposed to be like 74 degrees, I think, tomorrow uh, in the afternoon Ooh. and then, you know, cool down a little bit at night. Tonight it's just going to be flat out Green Bay, frozen tundra, gold, you know, cold weather. And, uh, you know, actually maybe that favors the bullpups because Goddard does not run the ball well. Uh, you know, they don't – they're more of a passing team. It's a little hard to throw when the football is a little slick, a little hard. Of course, the Bullpups love to throw the ball too, but I think the Bullpups run the ball better. But it's going to come down, can the McPherson offense move the ball in the Goddard defense? This is the irresistible force against the immovable object, and it'll be interesting to see which one prevails. What is the root of that phrase? I have no clue. I hear it all the time. I don't know I if, it's, it all the time. if it's something from like I've the 30s. Probably worn, I should retire that because I've worn that out. I just don't know where that comes from because I don't think you created that. Oh, no, no. But, not, you, you couldn't have come up with something that good. I don't come up with anything good. <laughs> good grief, anybody knows that. I've faked my whole career. Well, Steve, you, you've said a phrase a couple of times that has intrigued me, and it's a little different than this thought I'm about to come up with, but you said it a couple of times this week in saying, if we're the basketball capital of Kansas, we got to get all these people out here and watch the McPherson Mayor's Cup. You remember yourself right. saying that? Yeah. Same thing a Had couple a of times crowd. during the basketball season saying, if we're the basketball capital of Kansas, we have to do this. Well, tonight is a game for this McPherson football program to establish itself as not just the basketball capital of Kansas, but a chance for this program to continue to make the statement that we are a football capital of oh, Kansas as well. Yeah, we are. I mean, we're one. The last 15 years, the Bullpups have been as good as any program. Uh, in Class 4A, 5A, whichever uh, class they were in. But it's games like this, Steve, yeah, this is, this that is you a, have to win. Yeah, this is a signature game. This isn't Circle. This isn't El Dorado. This is the kind of game the Bullpups need to win to, you know, st put a strengthen their, uh, you know, solidify their status among the top programs in Kansas. And I like the way you phrase it. I don't know if it was on your sell-on sports column at midkansasonline.com or if it was just in your general football story, but saying not just to talk about the other people, the outsiders, not just to tell them that you are legit, but Abundance. but to convince yourself yeah. that if McPherson is able to go out there and pick up a nice win tonight, then these guys start to believe, hey, we can beat anybody. That's right. Bring because, it on, Bishop Miege. You start to get that yeah, mentality. because, you know, if the Bullpups win tonight, I think they'd have Arc City next week, and then after that, Andover Central. And, you know, after that, Bishop Miege. Let's face it, Miege, all they have to do is show up. They're going to be in the finals. They're not going to have any challenge. I don't know who they play. I don't I don't think Payola is going to challenge You're them. not convinced that Bishop Miege will be pushed by Bonner Springs tonight? <laughs> Poppycock. And then, lose, and then then play either Tonganoxie or Spring Hill? That's just child's play for Miege. I had a friend of mine, I, th I think I told you this the other day, he's from Payola, and he texted me the other day, and he was like, man, this season's going great. Payola Panthers, baby, we're rolling. We'll see you in Topeka for the state championship game. And I said, Nick, do you remember who's over there with you? <laughs> and then he looked at the bracket and went, oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that he remembered and realized. Well, I, I think we all know Bishop Miege 
is the favorite in 4A until somebody proves otherwise. I mean, they took Aquinas, you know, probably the best team in 5A down to the wire. I mean, they get players from all over. You know, they got guys, you know, that come in from Missouri and wherever, play for them and outside, you know. But Miege is really good. They've had a great tradition. They've won a gazillion football championships. And they're still the gold standard, but you want to play the gold standard. That's right. And it's this like, is... it's kind of like back, you know, when teams wanted to play McPherson in basketball. Right. I mean, the Bullpups were the goal, have been the gold standard for 30-some years in basketball. Well, Steve, what a fun one it's going to be tonight. The football program, they call these brick games. Mm -hmm. Bricks that help build the foundation for your program. And I don't know the normal size of a brick. I don't know if it's your normal just like one foot long brick. Probably, what, about four inches tall. This is like a three foot long brick that is two feet tall. Just a monster game coming up tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of a lot of fun, Patrick Mahomes. Do you know if he's going to play this week? We don't know anything officially, but I we'll find well, out about big, 110. Has Big Red said anything? Andy Reid has his press conference at 110. Okay. I know he's been taking more reps this and week. And he was running around at practice this week. So, Steve, general manager Steve Sell, what would be your decision with Patrick Mahomes right now as your franchise quarterback? You're going to give him a gazillion dollars here in about four months. He is going to earn a gazillion dollars here in about four months. Right. If you were the general manager, do you play him right now? No. I think I'm with you. I don't play him. Now, in terms of a competitive standpoint and trying to continue to win games, and now that you see the Oakland Raiders breathing down your neck. And, you know, did you see who Oakland plays their next two games? It's like the Jets and the Bengals. One and seven, oh and eight. The Raiders are now, what? Five and four. Five and four. They're going to be seven and four after those two games. You know, Treg Ball has just got to be losing his mind over his Raiders. Well, what a big win beating Phyllis last night. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was real tough. But, you know, I I thought I said last night I thought the Chiefs needed the Raiders to win, but then I didn't realize the Raiders have such a soft schedule coming up. And now, because I I felt like going into last night, the Chargers were starting to figure it out. Well, Phyllis Phil Philip Rivers. Phyllis. I know you call him Phyllis, but. Philip Rivers was awful. He was not good. He was terrible for as long as I could stay away. He doesn't get criticized as much as he should, and that's why I try to promote the criticism of Philip Rivers. Well, he plays out in San Diego. You know, they play out in L.A. and San Diego where, you know, nobody pays attention to football out there. I mean, their home games, they get about 10,000 of their own fans, and if it wouldn't be for the other team bringing all their fans, they wouldn't play before more than 10,000. It's kind of – what is it about Oakland and and, – San Diego, their fans just don't turn out even though they got a bunch of them. There's better things to do. Is that right? There's a lot of things to do. Think about all the things you can do in L.A. I don't know. I've never been to L.A. Well, you can go to the beach. Ooh. You can go to the beach. You can do all sorts of things. The weather's nice. Okay. In Kansas City in November, yeah. there aren't that many things you can do. No. You can't go to amusement parks anymore. There's no beach. You don't go to the lake. Yeah. Well, you true. go to Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, or you that, pop over to... Allen Fieldhouse and see the Jayhawks. Yeah, but that's too far. Nobody oh, okay. nobody watches them anyway. Okay. But I just don't think Philip Rivers gets the criticism that he deserves. He's right there with me and Captain Kirk. Philip Rivers, Kirk Captain Cousins? Kirk, Kirk Ooh. Cousins. Those are two of the same guys. Kirk Cousins is just a little younger. Yeah. They don't win big games. They can win some small games for you, find ways to come back every now and then. 
But they're they, not good. He threw a couple hideous interceptions last night. He probably just, blamed it on the ball oh, or yeah, the wind. Always blame, it's never his fault. Offensive linemen. No, oh, but, it's Keenan Allen. See, it's I, your fault. I thought the Chargers were really starting to make a move, and then Oakland derails them. So the Chargers are now 4-6, and six, I believe. You got it. And if the cheat – now, you know, we were talking about Mahomes playing. The Chiefs beat Minnesota, which is better than Tennessee, with Matt Moore at quarterback. That's why I think you ride with Matt Moore one more week – because you got the Chargers next week down in Mexico. from Mexico. Mexico. They can just basically finish off the Chargers next week with a win. I am with you on that point of saying, okay, Tennessee has not been that good. Do you just try and pick up one more win with Matt Moore? That's what I'm saying. The only problem is, is the window is starting to close. Oakland's a little closer. If you the, do uh, slip but, up. And the other thing is, though, at some point, Matt Moore... You know, they can't scheme forever for him to look halfway decent. He's, he's going to be Matt Moore at some point. And not just that, but if you do lose to the Titans with Matt Moore as your quarterback, then you start to come closer and closer back to the pack. Right. And it makes things even more dangerous. And then if for some reason Phillip Rivers decides to have a real big night in Mexico and the Chiefs end up losing, then all of a sudden they could get jumped by the Raiders, not, the, not you, like you know jumped what, in the you parking know, lot. You know what the Chiefs need? They need for that field to be declared unplayable again because this is a Chiefs home game and then move it to Arrowhead. No, it's not. I thought it was. It is a Chargers home game I thought because the Chiefs ch- will play the Chargers in Week 17 at home. Ooh, okay. We don't need the field to be declared no. a disaster area then. Remember I think, last year? Remember oh, last year? Yeah, there's, they're supposed to play in, in, in Mexico in the field. Would they have some rock concert or something? It was not rock. It was Shakira. Shakira. Ooh, I like Shakira. I think you would like Shakira. I do. She's gonna do. She's gonna be in the Super Bowl. That's right. It was J-Lo. a Shakira concert. Yeah, Shakira. She, she Shakira, Shakira. She she ruined yeah. the stadium <laughs> in Mexico. All right, Steve. So if you're GM, no Patrick Mahomes no for Patrick you this Mahomes week. No Patrick Mahomes this week. One game is not worth an entire career or a season. I'm with you, but I am a little nervous in terms of throwing Matt Moore back out there for one more game. Well, Big Red will make the right decision. I think he will, too. They'll know what to do, and Mahomes can just jump around on the sidelines again. Yep. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, would you like to talk about your Kansas Jayhawks and the Kansas State Wildcats? We can do that. All right, you're running away. Don't run away from your problems. There you go. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, Big 12 football this weekend. Yeah. Your Kansas Jayhawks will not be playing. Be their best game of the year. That's a good sign for you. Yeah. It'll probably make you a little bit happier. Yeah. Have you read a little bit about Les Miles this week? I have not. I haven't gone to – normally I go to the KUSports.com, and I really haven't checked it out because I knew they weren't playing this week, so I didn't haven't looked at it very much. It's been kind of a weird week. Les Miles has been a little shaky with the media. Really? Canceled a couple of normal 
media times where he usually does speak, and I don't think it's that uncommon that when you're on a buy, but there were some KU journalists that I follow that were not real thrilled about. Matt Tate? Yeah, Matt Tate, of course, with the LJ World. Yeah. A couple of those normal ones that I think they were a little confused by some of his actions this week. Are you still on the Les Miles train, the bandwagon? Oh, I'm going to give him one more year to... You know, get him one compet- year. <laughs> not, I think you know. I mean, to get him competitive, I don't mean to get him. Uh, but uh, not necessarily that. Are you in on his persona? Well, he's always been an odd duck. He's always. I mean, he's been kind of. He's a low key guy. Eats a lot of grass for whatever reason. I haven't ever figured that out. At least he doesn't eat rocks or something like that. But be tough. But but you know, I thought you were going to say at least he doesn't smoke a lot of grass. Yeah, but when he was when he was at uh, LSU, you know, he, he didn't really. He wasn't what you'd call a media darling. And, and you know, Chris Kleiman's kind Yeah, of, he used to call Arkansas Arkansas. Well, Chris Kleiman's kind of the same way. Both of them just seem to really don't want to, you know, get themselves out there. They'd rather just coach football, leave me alone, let me do my job, and I do have to do a press conference. You know, they're required after the, you know, games, I think, by the Big 12 to do press conferences. But I think he just wants to coach football and recruit and try to get this program better. Steve, on the other side of the state – few more miles down I-70, Kansas State making the long trek down to Austin to take on the Texas Longhorns. Do you know what the line is going into this game as of right now? Friday just, at twelve forty-five. I would say Texas by four. Texas by seven. Take give it. me those points. Give, yeah. give me the Wildcats. Oh, yeah. yeah, give me the points. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like to me that the opinion of Texas has been kind of inflated all year that they're not really as good as some people think they are. Sam Ellinger hadn't been great this year, their quarterback. No. He has not been very good. Who was it they played? That I think it was Iowa, was it Iowa State they played, and he was just not very good that game. It was somebody a couple weeks ago, two or three they weeks ago. They lost to TCU. Maybe that's what it, it was. It was maybe last that, week or the week before. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, TCU. Lost 37-27 yeah, in Fort Worth. Yeah, Sam Ellinger threw it to TCU like three or four times. So – you're taking K-State this weekend even straight up. I'm taking them straight up. Even on the road at Daryl K. Royal Stadium. They play. They have the perfect style. It's kind of like Bethel College in the KCAC. They play a style that other teams just can't prepare for. You know, Bethel plays that uh, uh, veer offense that you can't simulate in practice. and we You saw, can, you just can't yeah, simulate it very well. Yeah, can't simulate it very well. And K-State, you can't prepare for Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson right now is the key player in the Big 12 football race, in my opinion. Not Jalen Hurts. Skylar Thompson means more to K-State than about any player does in the Big 12. Then after this week, looking ahead a little bit for Coach Kleiman's Cats, at Texas this week, then two out of their final three at home against West Virginia, who's 1-4 and four in the Big 12, at Texas Tech in Lubbock, they one and four them. in the Big Twelve, and, and then Iowa State at home, who is three and two. What they do with Baylor? Did they, they must have lost to Baylor. They lost to Baylor thirty-one twelve. Okay, I don't even remember that game. It was ugly. That was real early, wasn't it? It was very early in the like Big November fifth. Yeah, well, that's not early, but it seemed like that game early was, in the Big Twelve schedule. Yeah, that that game was a long time ago. It seemed like to me. You said November fifth, that was, or October fifth. All right, there we go. So that was what, like thirty days ago? Yeah, a month ago. Long time ago. Many months. So you feel confident? How many games does K-State win out of these last four? All of them. Really? Running the table. Ten and two. Ten and two with a chance. And then seven and two in the Big 12. They're going to jump. What are they ranked right now? Fifteen? Sixteen by the College Football Playoff Committee. I think they'll end up by 
11 or 12 by the end of the year. Wow. Bold statement. You got faith in the Cats. I'm a Chris Kleiman guy. See, sometimes, Steve, I think you do this to try and jinx K-State because you are a KU guy. Sometimes I think you try and pump them up a bunch. You know, my buddy Troy Short always says that. But I... I, I think it's a defense mechanism I for love, you. I love the style they play. I just, I just feel like that sledgehammer running game they have, they got that great defensive line. I... Th- they beat Oklahoma. What more do you need to have? I mean, what more do you need to know? Well, f- apparently four more wins to but get to West where you Virginia? think they'll be. West Country roads. Texas Tech can't beat KU. Now, Iowa State would be a little scary. Farmageddon. Farmageddon game. That's right. But Iowa State has not been – no offense to Eli, your buddy Eli, who's a big Iowa State guy. But Iowa State's not as good as I thought they'd be this year. They've been a little down. They have been. He's been discouraged. Oh, I'm sure. Steve, have you ever seen the movie Armageddon? No. Do you know what it's about? No. You're familiar, though, with the with the term? Are you familiar the, with the fact that it is a movie? I Yeah, it is a movie. I, I've heard that. Do you know who directed it? No. Michael Bay. So? Don't you know him? No. He's big time. He's not He's not Martin Scorsese. <laughs> well, I think you only like about three Martin Scorsese movies. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Billy Bob Thornton, the pride of Arkansas. That sounds like a bunch of has-beens. Owen Wilson, Will Patton, Steve Buscemi, Armageddon. Will Will Patton, you know who he is. Yeah. Remember the Titans. These are your guys, Steve. You would like Armageddon. All right. It's a pretty bad movie. Okay. Do you know what it's about? No. They're trying to prevent an asteroid from crashing into the Earth, which would kill everybody. So they send up this crew of guys that drill for oil to go drill a bomb into the asteroid and blow it up before it gets to the Earth. I'd rather watch Animal House. It's probably better than Armageddon. (laughs) All right, Steve, one more break, and it's time for some Fearless Forecaster. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up this week of According to Jim, it is Fearless Forecaster Time. Steve Fearless is running out of time this year, he trying to all, get that record up. He was all swelled up last week, though. The Swedes cost him, you know, if the, himself the great man had been coaching. Yeah. That wouldn't have happened. But yeah, Bethany was the only game he missed last week, and that was overtime. Bethany was leading late in that game. Let's start with the Big Twelve. Okay. Let's start off with the West Virginia Mountaineers taking on Texas Tech in the Basement Bowl. Who are you taking? West Virginia is going to get this one. This Country is, Roads. It's in. It's in West Virginia. Take me home. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech lost to KU. That's all, to I, the that's all you got to know. 39-37. I belong. West Virginia is his pick. Baylor taking on TCU. Well, there's Do some, the undefeated Baylor Bears stay that way? There's something magical about this Baylor team. They're not that good. But if they win this week, I think they'd be 9-0. I'm picking them 21-17 over TCU. Oklahoma taking on Iowa State. Always a great – tell you, Iowa State plays OU as tough as anybody. But Oklahoma knows that uh, they can't afford another loss. Oklahoma 42, Iowa State 35. Kansas State, the purple people eaters, taking on Hook'em Horns. 
Give Keeping the, the heart in Texas. Give me the cats. I don't care Man. what the odds are. 33-28, K-State. Give me the cats as well. Okay. I feel pretty good about them. Okay. KCAC game, Steve. Southwestern taking on Avila. This is upset special time. Ooh. It's in Winfield. Southwestern has lost. Southwestern is a lot better than their record. I think. I still think Southwestern's about the third best team we've seen this year. Southwestern with the upset, 35, Avila 34. Best game of the week in the KCAC. Kansas Wesleyan taking on Sterling. Both teams are ranked. You taking the Coyotes? I sure am because the Coyotes are not happy that they dropped in the poll. And they took it out on Matt College last week. They're going to take it out on Sterling. Sterling's been kind of sliding by some games lately. 48-28, the Yotes. Well, that game might have been the best one. This one could be one of the worst games. Bethel taking on St. Mary. Uh, 52-7 Bethel. Don't even have to talk about it. Ottawa taking on Friends. Ottawa's going to finish strong. They're going to finish with three straight wins, in, in my opinion. Uh, they'll win this week 35-14, and then I think they win next week to kind of salvage their season. The Battle and Bulldogs. McPherson College taking on Bethany. Battle of McPherson County. 1 o'clock, McPherson Stadium, Saturday afternoon. Is it the Dogs that will clinch a winning season? I think so, but I really worry that last they put so much in the last week's game that they might be looking past the Swedes a little bit because they got Avila next week. Bethany's been playing a lot better. This game is going to be a lot closer than everyone expects. 31 Bulldogs, 28 Swedes. Area teams in 1A, Inman making a long, long road trip to southwest Kansas to take on Elkhart. Elkhart is 7-1. Do the Teutons have a chance to survive? I don't think so. I just don't think they can score against the really good teams. Their defense is really good. Uh, Elkhart drilled them last year. I think it's a lot closer this time around. Elkhart 20, Inman 7. Eight-man division one on the west side. 8-1 Little River taking on 8-1 Nest City. This game being played at Little River. Well, I got Little River 38-8, to but I do have some inside information that I can't divulge. It might be a little closer than that. Ooh, wow, inside information. Yep. How about the 9-0 Canton-Galva Eagles on the east half of 8-man Division One taking on 7-2 Lebo? Well, I'm predicting the Eagles are going to play into the second half in this game, but wow. I still like Canton-Galva 48-6. Give me the Eagles at the half. All right. Easy money. Okay. The teams in AVCTL Division Three that are still alive. Augusta taking on Andover Central in the two versus seven matchup. Andover Central eight and one. The Orioles five and four had to win in overtime last week. Does Augusta pull off the big upset? Not a chance. Twenty eight Andover Central six Augusta. The Bueller Crusaders in the three versus six game taking on Mulvane, a team that they barely slid by back in week number four. Do the Bueller Crusaders win tonight well, and Mul- improve to eight and two? Mulvane has won five in a row since losing to Bueller. Yeah, but. I don't know. I just I just got a feeling Bueller's going to get it done 14 to 7 in a low scoring game. The Arc City Bulldogs taking on Winfield in the 4 versus 5 game. 4 versus 12 game would have been the 4 versus 5, but Arc City picked up a big win. The Cali County Cup is it the Bulldogs or the Vikings? Well, Winfield won the first meeting this year between these teams. I'm going the other way on this one. I think Arc City gets it done 20 to 13. All right, Steve. The game that we've been waiting for. McPherson, 9-0, taking on 4-5 and Goddard, the 8 seed. Throw the records out the window. I'm just telling you, 4-5 and is misleading for this Goddard team. Very. Do the Bullpups find a way? And if they do, what's the score? I think the Bullpups do. I think they're motivated by last year. Uh, I think there's actually going to be a few more points than some people think. Ooh. 21 Bullpups, 14 
Goddard. I sure hope you're right. I do too. It's going to be a fun one tonight at McPherson Stadium. I, I, I don't. I, I don't have plans to end the season tonight. I, I have the season going on. You've got your next couple Fridays. That's still, right. You have still reservations. I still have reservations for football the next couple Fridays. So if McPherson wins, they would take on the Winfield Arc City winner, and then the other half of the bracket would continue to work on the other side and leading to a state semifinal appearance. McPherson trying to reach the state quarterfinals tonight for the tenth time in program history and the fourth consecutive year. And I think you're going to see Coach Pav pull out all the stops tonight. Whatever it takes to win, you may see some things that you haven't seen all year, but I think the Bullpups, they've got enough to get it done tonight. They have been able to keep a lot of things under wraps they really the have. last few weeks. There's a lot of things they've worked on that they haven't shown. Man, this is going to be a fun one tonight. Steve, you ready? I'm pumped. Pre-game starts at 6. Kickoff at 7. I'm McPherson ready. Stadium. Listen here on 96.7. Be there, be square. Listen at midkansasonline.com or you can watch oh, on yeah. the NFHS network. That's right. And listen to us. There you go. Watch and listen. That's what, right. what could be better? Oh, yeah. Fun one tonight, Steve. Be great. Good luck. No, good luck to you. <laughs> and the Bulldogs. <laughs> Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight at McPherson Stadium. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.